feel like people pick when I'm ready to record an episode, they want to start being loud. There's just so much to unpack and uncover. We are a week away from the Super Bowl. Let's get into it. Welcome to Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs, and here we cover the NFL players, the game, the contracts. Man, we even cover the injuries. So I need you to sit back, relax. If you're all about the NFL, you're in the right place. I'm about to throw some commentary your way. So you know what? Go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your food, because we're about to get this party started. Woo! We have like one episode after this left for the season. I I can't thank you enough for a great season four. I just want to say that now. I'll probably say it again, but I want to say it. And it's all because of you all. Um, you know, wherever you're listening to me from or wherever, whether it be on your computer, your phones, um, thank you. I do this literally in a small corner with a microphone and a computer and some Wi-Fi. <laughs> so um, thank you for making this one of the most successful seasons I've had since I started this podcast. Top 25% is amazing. And it's just me. It's literally just me. I'm talking about football. And there's just so much to cover. Um, I originally was going to record this episode a couple days back. Um, but a random incident took place um, near where I live. And I was up all night long um, trying to, uh, you know, hope that everything was okay in the surrounding area. I'm fine. People are fine. Um, but that kind of delayed my production, if you will. However, nonetheless... I'm here now. Um, so thank goodness for that. I wish I had like the clapping sound. Um, and I'm thankful you're listening to me wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in. I know you're probably like, Ashley, it's been like a week and so much has happened. We're going to cover it all. I'm not going to say this is only going to be like 20 minutes. I say that every time. I feel like I've said that for the last like five, six, maybe even 10 episodes. And it always ends up being more than that. But we're going to dive into some NFL news. I was glad I waited, y'all. I was glad. You know why I was glad I waited? Because as it turns out, <laughs> as it turns out, Tom Brady retired. We're going to start there. Tom Brady freaking retired. It's the end of an era. And I mean like the lineup era, like of who I watched when I was like a kid. The fact that Tom Brady's been in the league for like over 20 some odd years. I think it was a total of 25. I'm just as the, the awards, the accolades, just what a heck of a career. Seven-time Super Bowl champion. I think he's been there, what, 10 times to the Super Bowl? He's won seven out of 10. I want Please make sure my math is right. I'm sitting in front of my computer. I don't know why I can't just Google it, right? Y'all going to hear me type, maybe. Um, Wow, I messed that up in like 30 seconds. I'm going to figure out like just how many um, Super Bowl stuff Tom Brady's won. I'm very confident um, that Tom Brady has been to the Super Bowl 10 times. To the Super Bowl. I'm typing it right now. Okay. Tom Brady to the Super Bowl how many times? Am I right? Yes, I was right. It was 10, and he's won seven. Now, I don't know about you. I've been in math class, and that's over 50%. That means 70% of the time, like, he's won the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Um, most playoffs most playoff wins. Um, he has more Super Bowls than any actual NFL franchise total. Like I'm talking about teams. Um, just the, to come to Tampa, get them a Super Bowl. The, the 
what five the crazy amounts of Super Bowls the Patriots have have come from the tenure that Tom Brady was there with an amazing team. 80 for Brady came out, I believe, which is based on a true story. I'm going to go see it. Y'all want, do you want me to go see that movie and come back and just do an episode on 80 for Brady and Tom Brady? Um, we can, I'll, I'll do it, you know, very, very soon and we'll discuss it. We'll discuss some of my favorite highlights, things like that. That will be a special edition episode. I'll do that because I I just got to give homage to the goat. I know, I know in an Oprah interview, he said he does not like being called the goat. But when you have someone who was drafted very last, like you were afterthought, and now you're leaving this league with some of the biggest records that people probably won't ever catch. That is insane. So um, shout out to Tom Brady, an amazing career. He kind of posted it sporadically on the first day of February. Like we didn't see Tom Brady found a way to make this whole Super Bowl like week and a half really about him. Good job, Tom. And I'm not like throwing shade at all. I mean that like it's just it's just a coincidence. I'm doing air quotes. A coincidence. Because look at where he posted it. We're supposed to be talking about the Super Bowl. and We're talking about Tom Brady retiring. And everyone came out the woodworks. Hey, I gave you like this long, drawn out, heartfelt social media message. Last time you said you retired. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. What a hell of a career. And boom, that was the post. (laughs) So, and he said that. He was like, I'm not going to do a long drawn out message. I'm really retiring this time. It's for real. The fact that you had to say it's for real. And I just love, so I was watching an interview with Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning said that when he found out that Tom Brady announced his retirement the first time, he like sent him a bottle of wine and like a beautiful long note just of all the things he admires about him, his career, playing the game when he played against him. And... (laughs) He said it was a nice, expensive bottle or something like that, right? And he said then he unretires, like, not even, like, a week later. And he said, I didn't get the bottle back. (laughs) I I said, Peyton Manny felt some kind of way. And he said, do you think I sent him another bottle for this? No. I was just like, wow, go watch it. Great interview, Peyton Manny talking about Tom Brady. Um, Because he's going on Tom Brady's podcast. He has a podcast also. Um, I imagine he wouldn't have a problem getting athletes to interview. He's played against and literally with almost all of them. So, um, yeah, that's, that's Tom Brady. Um, I wanted to just make sure I got that in there. I was super hyped that I waited because that was just such a big shocker out of nowhere. I, but I said it, you guys, you all heard me, right? I said it multiple. I was like, I feel like it's time for Tom Brady to retire. He should retire. Tom Brady should retire. I can't repeat myself enough that that's, I've said it 16 ways from Sunday. I just, and I was right. I was hoping maybe the 49ers rumor would be true. It wasn't. Um, so teach his own. Tom Brady, hell of a career. Still one of my favorite QBs of all time. Um, thank you. I have watched you growing up. Um, and I'm still watching the game now because I'm still young. Thank you, Lord. Um, but I'm so glad that I got to witness his glory and get to finally see him play. I had to travel to Maryland to watch that happen with my sister. And I basically dragged my friends out and said, we have to see the GOAT play before he retires. And my uncle bought me his jersey. Shout out to my uncle, who's a Detroit Lions fan. He he just gives me jerseys all the time. Um, and yeah, he sent me, a. T- he said, what jersey do you want? And I was like, I want Tom Brady's Buccaneers jersey. And he was like, done. And he sent me a Tom Brady Buccaneers jersey number 12. So I have that. 
Um, so yeah, that's my stint. I do have this amazing picture of Tom Brady, not picture, but actual video. Shout out to the, my iPhone that has like the best camera. He drops back, literally just beautiful formation to throw the ball to Leonard Fournette. And I have that video and now it's just going to stay with me. It's actually in my, um, promo video for my podcast, um, that I kept that footage cause I took it. So it's mine. <laughs> cause I was actually physically there. Um, but that's my stint. Um, we're going to go ahead and dive into, of course, the week, last week's game, last week's games. Um, as you know, the 49ers faced off against the Eagles. Um, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. 31 to seven, I believe was the score. That's sad. I don't have any scores in front of me right now, y'all. And I remember that shows you how a bunch of, like, I didn't lose sleep, but it was sad. I was really hoping this was our year. And maybe that Brock Purdy was like a guardian angel, like, and poor kid, um, he gets injured during the game. And then our backup QB, I think his name was Josh, if I'm not mistaken. That's sad because he was the backup to the backup to the backup. He went in and got injured and was put on concussion protocol. So we were down two QBs, so much so that they had to repair Christian McCaffrey to... <laughs> I Lord, I can't, I can't break this down enough to go in as because I guess he was like the emergency QB, and then they made Yuschek, who's our fullback, the emergency QB behind Christian McCaffrey. I think at that point you just realize when you've lost both your quarterbacks that the game's pretty much over. You don't have any way of getting that ball down the field, um, and that was the issue that we were running into. Um, we could try to run the ball all day and we did score a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey was literally like bulldozing people to get into the end zone. That guy is built different. He got a late uh, pick to go to the pro bowl for the 49ers and he deserved it. Cause he came there and just brought some life to my, like the team. And I feel like with Trey Lance coming back, Brock Purdy did tear. I think it was his UCL. Don't quote it. It's like the tissue, the ligament or the tissue inside your elbow, his throwing arm, that was torn. Um, apparently, that's a, like he could be out for six months. And that was his throwing arm. And he went to throw it, and I guess the guy tackled him, and that's when he walked over to the head coach and said, I cannot throw the ball. Um, and I just felt like this is a kid who played in some of the most difficult games against difficult defenses. If I, I admit I was speaking a different tune that day. But I didn't know the severity of the injury. And I said, listen, if it's bad, then he needs to sit down somewhere. Like, he kept his helmet on. At one point, he even went back in the game, and they just probably switched to a running game. Kyle Shanahan said they have emergency plans like this built for if this actually happens. He said, you hope you never have to use it. But I think the Eagles kind of went soft on us a little bit because the score could have been way worse. But our defense, the defense, the 49ers, listen. That defense is built different. That defense held it down because for a while they were stuck at like 16 points. Couldn't move on there. But the Eagles in full fashion, they're a great team. Dynamite on both sides of the ball. It was a, I just wish we were 100% healthy in the most important area in the, like in the offense. And we weren't, we lost two players during the game and it can happen. Um, I respect that that game was lost in a way that it wasn't that we didn't play our best. We did everything we could with the resources that we had. It's kind of like, hey, I made 
whatever. We're not MacGyver. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen, like, I don't know. Like, I was a child when I was watching MacGyver. Not the new remake, Joy. I mean, like, the old classic stuff. But they did remake the show. And you know MacGyver? I didn't know MacGyver was a scientist. Because apparently he could build anything with looking around a kitchen in, like, a tight, high-intensity situation and build something to get him out of the situation. Um, and I'm just like, oh, okay, like, if you go, just watch it. The thing is he could build, like, a, a device out of, like, wires and bubble gum and all this other stuff. So that's kind of, we're not MacGyver, is my point. Like, we couldn't <laughs> just draft, like, a good QB out of anywhere that's going to just hell marry the rest of this game. Um, but, yes, we lost. Eagles are going to Super Bowl. As you know, Kansas City. They beat the Bengals. Um, that score was close. I think it was like 23 to 20. They missed by a field goal. I called that game for the Bengals. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I really thought they were going to have it. But apparently people, like, uh, after that, like, hashtag NFL's rigged or something was trending on Twitter and things like that. And people are like, conspiracies. I was watching. I was doing the research for y'all, so you don't have to. I was looking at every major analyst show to hear their thoughts. Listen, I, I'm a fan of the Pat McPhee show, and he made a comment that I 100% agree with. Like, I could see how people could think it's rigged. I'm not going to lie, because you have to admit, the storyline now, because I feel like the NFL likes to tell a story, because this is TV. And what do we do with TV? Y'all seen reality television and stuff? It's about the storyline, because then that makes people want to watch it. Now you have Kelsey versus Kelsey. MVP versus MVP, you know, um, Andy Reid versus his old team. Like, that's the storyline. That sells. That's great television. Like, if I was a producer, I'd have a field day. But apparently NFL rig was trending. Pac McPhee went on his show and he said, I could see how that's possible. He said, but can you imagine trying to get, you'd have to get everyone on board, including players, for it to be 100% rigged. Like every, it's not as easy as it was with like, unfortunately, basketball, which is they've had to take precautions to try to minimize the biggest scandal in NBA history from ever happening again. But the NFL, talking about what, 50 players, the game could change and shift at any point in time. Now, one thing I do agree with, the calls need to be better. The referee calls need to be better because I feel like that's what cost the Bengals this game. I mean, that's why a lot of fans are upset. The calls were just crazy. Even in the 49ers versus Eagles game, the calls were outlandish. They actually called, and I mean on both sides at one point, but there was stuff that they were calling, for example, for the for the Eagles um, against us. We had 11 penalties in that game, 49ers. After going the entire season with only six penalties total, 11 penalties in one game, like you cough and it was a penalty flag. Versus the Eagles barely had maybe three or four. Barely. And I in the and I really will say this back on the 49ers versus Eagles real quick. There was a catch in the very beginning that turned out to not be a catch. And Kyle Shanahan said, we were only shown one angle. And from that angle, it looked like a catch. So that's why he didn't challenge it. But from the other angle, which they showed the public, we were like, oh, that's definitely not a catch. Every announcer said that wasn't a catch. And if he had challenged it, it would have got called back. And because it wasn't, and the guy here, the wide receiver hurried up. He was like, move, 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 move. Let's line back up. And he was saying that because he he knew, you know, it's kind of like when you find some money on the ground, you just want to like snatch it up real fast and like get out of the way before someone realizes that they dropped their money. Like, you're gone. <laughs> you're gone. 
I don't condone stealing, but like I said, I use the example of finding money on the ground. Now, if you saw someone drop that money, give them their money back. But if ain't nobody around, you ain't see nobody drop it, and you find $50 on the ground, what you gonna do? You gonna pick it up, and you gonna run. So that's what homeboy did in the game. That's what he did. That's what brother did in the game. I don't blame him. I've moved fast, too, for that flag get thrown. And to be fair, they scored on that drive, and that set the momentum for the entire game for the Eagles versus the 49ers. So... You know, so I I know about the calls in both games really set the tone for things. But if I I admit, like when I went to work the other day, I was like, ah, I feel like it's a slight conspiracy. I don't know. But I didn't know that the rest for these games are like part time. They're not actual like, you know, full time belong to the NFL refs. It's like goes through a third party company or something like that. I didn't know that until I watched the Pat McPhee show. So Maybe if we have full-time refs that are dedicated strictly to the NFL during the entire season rather than, like, part-time, I don't know. But something has to be done for some of these calls because that just ain't going to fly. That's not going to work. Like, no pun intended. Like, that's not going to work. And that's why fans were just, they were hot. They were upset. Um, So the Bengals lost. So, of course, as you know, Super Bowl contenders, Kansas City versus Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I try not to go down a rabbit hole of conspiracies, but I found on TikTok this video um, that was posted of a tweet that was, what, seven years ago? Of a guy who predicted um, who would um, win the Super Bowl for the next 10 years. So we still have three years left on his prediction sheet. And he predicted it was going to be the Eagles. Now, again, this is all speculation, allegedly. I looked at the date, and as long as no wonderful computer CGI mess was done, it could be considered accurate. Now, as far as like the date of when the predictions were made, not necessarily, but all his predictions were correct. I'll say that. Now, again, it's the internet. Anything is possible. So I take that with a grain of salt. But those next three predictions were quite interesting. And I didn't see the 49ers name in any of those. So as a true 49ers fan who believes I have a good team, we just need a good quarterback. I'm going to have to respectfully just be like, eh, I don't like your predictions. But for this Super Bowl, I am predicting that the Eagles will win. Um, That's my prediction. I feel confident about that. I don't know why. Don't get me wrong. I am a fan of Kansas City and what Patrick Mahomes can do. By the way, he was named MVP officially. Um, Congratulations to him. He's earned it. Just what he is able to do with this team um, I, I mean, they messed up by putting the ball back in Patrick Mahomes' hands. That's like giving Tom Brady the ball back. I wouldn't do that on a good day. Um, so you were asking them to go down, drive, get in field goal range, and win. You had Travis Kelsey, who was on fire, um, already great tight end. Um, but it is, it's Jason Kelsey versus Travis Kelsey. Um, Kelsey versus Kelsey. Two, the first time two brothers faced off in the NFL. Ah, they were like, but what about the Harborough brothers who are coaches? That's true. Um, but also, too, just amazed that, uh, you know, first time ever in NFL history, two black quarterbacks um, are starting. Um, it just really, really great. As you know, we are embarking in, uh, we are officially in Black History Month. So a great time to just embark and participate and volunteer events, um, give back to your community, um, learn more about what the culture has done for the community. I love watching the NFL and how they highlight these players and not just from what they do on the field, but what they do off it. Um, 
especially like Jalen Hurts and the donations he's made, giving back to his own community. It's absolutely the same thing for Patrick Mahomes, just all the QBs. Not, they don't even have to just be African-American. Just a reminder of how these guys um, really try to give back and participate and volunteer in their communities. Um, but I just thought that that was really significant to see that. So I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I believe it's going to be the Eagles. Something unique I saw on the internet that the NFL is doing that I have never seen them do before in the time that I've been watching the Super Bowl is they're partnering with local businesses that are like clothing companies and allowing them to design special shirts strictly for the Super Bowl. Like there was one company I was looking at. I need to get the name. Um, I might have to put it up on my website. Um, I'm not sponsored or anything like that. I just thought it was dope. I wanted to buy a t-shirt. I bought also one of the Fenty t-shirts. We're going to get to Rihanna in a second. But I was super excited to see them start to highlight, you know, small businesses and, you know, Hispanic culture. Um, the One of them lives off of the Indian reservation there as well. So they're just highlighting so much culture in the area and allowing them to use their their business and their platform to design specialty, special edition shirts, I will say, um, for the NFL, for the Super Bowl, because that's where it's going to be in Arizona. So exciting. Um, go to, I believe, NFL.com. Check it out. Maybe you might find a shirt that you like if you're a big football fan like I am um, and support a small business as well. So I thought that was really cool that the NFL is doing that. Um, as you already know, halftime. Rihanna. I feel like I wish I had that clapping sound again. I love Rihanna's music, <laughs> especially considering that she just did Lift Me Up for the Wakanda Forever soundtrack. But I've been a Rihanna fan since, since, since Ponder Replay. Like that's, that's what started it all for me. Um, Disturbia, um, Rue Boy. I can go on. There's other songs I can't say on here. Um, but, <laughs> but just her. I'm excited to see her perform. I don't think I've ever got a chance to actually watch Rihanna perform, except maybe once or twice at like when I was a teenager at the MTV Awards. But to see this kind of stage, Super Bowl, Rihanna, people forget what her catalog looks like and what it sounds like. Not to mention the features she's had on other songs or that other people have had features on her music. She's been featured with artists like Drake and Eminem, and she's been featured with Eminem a lot, um, as well as like she had, you know, Jay-Z at the time, um, formerly known as Kanye West, now yay. Um, they've done like Jeezy, all kinds of great hits that we listen to to get motivated for the game. Half the songs you hear in these commercials and like in a stadium all Rihanna partnered with somebody else. So I'm excited to see what she's going to do. I can't anticipate what she's going to do. Um, there's music for everybody, I feel like, to some degree. But I feel like this is my generation, um, <laughs> millennials. So we're excited because we grew up with Rihanna before Fenty and, you know, her billion-dollar status. This is our – we're hyped because this is our time. This is our music. And don't get me wrong. She has music for Gen Z and even for maybe a few of the old, older folks before me. But I feel like – some of the musical highlights of her career with a lot of her hits was during definitely um, my generation. So super excited to see her perform um, on one of the biggest stages that you can have. And on top of that, to get her merch. Like this is what happens when you get someone to perform that has a clothing business. Let's listen, a clothing brand company 
Did I order the Fenty shirt? Did I order it? Was I up at five o'clock in the morning? Like, huh, should I buy this? These are, listen, don't buy clothes at five o'clock in the morning. It's a terrible time to spend money. You're not in your right mind. You're tired. Go back to sleep. Don't be like me. I bought that Fenty shirt from the NFL.com shop and it said it shipped. I hope he's here in time for the game because I plan on wearing that. It had, you know, heard the infamous hand holding the football says this cool Fenty on the back and it has an NFL logo on the front. That shirt was dope. I'm not promoted, by the way. I just wanted that shirt and super excited that I snagged one. Try to get a picture for you all. Put it on the website. But if you did get one, shout out to you. If you got any of the cool clothing brands that they're, they really put a lot into paraphernalia um, for this Super Bowl, which is the most I've ever seen. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, I've been just engaged in so much um, news, um, especially considering, you know, injuries, contracts, trades going on. You know, they talked a little bit about we just have so much to cover this summer. Um, I'm going to get ready to end on this note. So much to cover this summer. After next week's episode, I may do one special edition episode and then I take my break. And I'll be back during the summer. My goal, as always, is to have more for you all, even visually. I've been getting the feedback from you all. I've been listening. I've been reading. Hey, we want to see because you sound like you're very animated when you talk. It's because I am. (laughs) I'm very animated. I mean, you can't see what I'm doing half the time and I have to describe it to you. So I'm working on that. I'm working on it. Just hang with me. Um, It's going to be fun working on some other stuff in the shadows. If you haven't yet, go follow Ashley Gibbs, LLC on Instagram, because that's where I'm going to drop a lot of announcements for what's coming, um, as well as the Not Your Average Cheerleader website, which the link should be in the description for every episode when you go to it. Um, Thank you so much again. I actually kept it under 30 minutes. Where's the applause sound when you need? I need to get the applause sound, y'all, so I can start clapping for myself, because I ain't got nobody to clap for me in here. (laughs) I'm super excited for the Super Bowl. Can't wait to talk more about what we saw, breaking down each play, going over what it looked like. I just hope it doesn't stink up the place. Like, I really hope we have a real game. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, the Eagles get their time back. I remember there was a period where we weren't sure they were ever going to go back to the Super Bowl. And now, look, they're back here again with um, Jalen Hurts, which is... If you've been on TikTok, the TikTok is going the TikTok. TikTok has been going crazy over Jalen Hurts and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Those two, all my videos, every time I see the women are going to be tuning into the Super Bowl for those two men. Guys out there who are listening to my podcast, I'm letting you know right now. If you're a girl, unless she's like me and she really knows football, um, I get lucky with mine. I know football, so I can watch all the games and not, you know, have the side eye. But if she's looking at the screen and she can't tell you what that flag means on the ground, if she can't even tell you that the yellow thing on the ground is a flag, she's watching it for Travis Kelsey and or Jalen Hurts. Just want to put that out there, not to snitch on anybody. And I support her. Do it. Maybe go in the kitchen, get some Doritos, and then you can stare at the screen. I don't know. But that's my two cents. Um, I want you to enjoy your weekend. Um, enjoy the rest of the week. Can't wait to watch more of the Super Bowl highlights I love hearing from all of you. Again, you have all the websites, all the social media. Go follow, go support. Thank you again for such an amazing season. One to two episodes left. Then we're out of here for season four. 
I love you all. Thanks for sticking with me for roughly 28 minutes. Again, have a great day. Bye.